0: Hello and welcome to the Beyond Net Zero Journey podcast. I'm Chloe Thomas and this is my lo-fi audio diary and collection of random tips podcast to help others follow my journey of taking my business to Beyond Net Zero. Now this is gonna be our last episode until 2023 because in December and early January, I need to focus on the business as usual stuff in my business. And no I'm not going to be ignoring the world of net zero. But there's some awesome opportunities in the works at the moment that are going to enable me to make a bigger impact in influencing my industry to make changes which is going to have a far bigger impact than me doing things. So I really need to prioritize that and and in one of the ways of doing that is going to be not making much progress on my own business's journey to net zero. And plus, and this kind of comes hand in hand with that, the current supplier audit topic that I'm dealing with is really tough. It's really hard to find the data and to calculate it all because uh, that section is, I'm trying to work out the carbon footprint of our podcast from creation to consumption. And it's all a little bit fluffy and hard to do. Gosh, gosh, do I wish a PhD student had already done this for me. Um, so because I've just got a big mental block around it at the moment and I can't open that box. So I'm going to take it off the to-do list until February in the hope that then I'll have lost the mental block around it and I'll find it easier to actually work it out. I will probably find I'm about 90 minutes away from working it out, but it's just a big, big, massive wall in my head at the moment. So we're going to, so, so pausing to focus on the bigger projects is a good idea on that front as well, because it means I can have like a little bit of a, a gap from the podcast carbon footprint issues. Oh, and if anyone listening to this knows someone else who's already worked it out, I would love to hear from you. Um, and I hear you say I'm taking off the to-do list until February. Well, what on earth are you doing in January, Chloe? Well, in January, I'm taking a carbon literacy training course. It's going to be eight hours over two Fridays because, yes, I finally decided to do some formal learning around this topic. So that is um, that's going to be the bulk of my January work, along with a couple of the, the uh, you know, the big banking project will still have some impacts in January. because there's stuff we need to do on that. So I'm, I'm not it's not like I'm totally stopping. I'm just stopping the kind of formalized stuff. And part of that means pausing this uh, podcast, because there's not going to be much to tell you about, basically. Okay, so what have I actually got to update you on today, after I've told you we're going to pause till January? Well, offsetting. Always like to start with our offsetting update, because the aim of the of my business, my aim, is to take us beyond net zero, so that we are both reducing the carbon we use as a business as much as possible, but also offsetting it so as we do better. Why? Because my business should be quite easy to reduce the carbon in. And I work in an industry that's awful. It's just awful, the e-commerce industry. There's so much we need to do. So because I'm in that industry, I feel I need to go above and beyond. So we do the offsetting. um, And I use... I've been having an interesting debate this week on LinkedIn about trees should you plant trees should you not plant trees what is the right offsetting to do well as I said on that post I'm using ecology who are brilliant and I am using a mixture of tree planting because they my my eyes they do the due diligence to make sure the right trees are being planted in the right places and they're being looked after so I can kind of not worry too much about it and They also do carbon offsetting via great projects to reduce carbon. So they do the due diligence so I don't have to. Once I get through the massive supplier audit piece, i.e. the reduction of our own carbon usage side of things, then I might get more into the weeds about the right trees to plant and the right projects to support. But for now, I'm comfortable that ecology are doing good enough for me not to need to spend time on that. Because this whole sustainability piece is a big thing of um, of prioritisation of effort, really, especially when you're in a one-person business like I am. Now, uh, like I said, we're using Ecology. If you want to follow in my footsteps and do that, then head to chloelink.com forward slash offsetting, where you should see um, what we're up to. But if you sign up via that link, then Ecology will plant an extra 30 trees in my forest, which is kind of cool. Now... We've now done as a business a full year on um, ecology. We have a team offsetting subscription. So that's ecology have worked out the average of what a member of staff use, an office based member of staff uses, and they have a monthly subscription. So we're doing that for me and my key freelancers. And then I'm also buying one tonne of carbon for each podcast we release and one tree for every new email sign up. That's now taken us to, at the end of November, uh, 9,090 trees and offsetting 243 tonnes of carbon, which has gone towards uh, 19 projects, which range from, I love going and seeing what, they, what ecology I've spent my money on, It ranges from methane capture in India to wind power in Thailand and cooking stoves in Tanzania. Love that last one. Helping people have more reliable cooking stoves. Brilliant. So offsetting is still a big part of what we do. My intention is probably going to be to keep the offsetting at the same levels, even as we lower the carbon um, that we use within the business. So the other thing I thought I'd do in today's episode is give you a little bit of kind of like a year in review. Because as this episode goes live, we are three days away from the day I announced to our e-commerce master plan podcast audience that we were switching our focus from pure e-commerce growth to net zero and sustainability. Now, it feels an awful lot longer ago than a year but i still feel like i'm only scratching the surface um it's been a brilliant decision though uh we've put in a lot of the foundations in place to do much much more in 2023 and the audience have certainly they're not then i was worried we might lose listeners as we made that switch we haven't lost listeners but the customer surveys say they just don't really care so i've clearly 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 got to up my effort But anecdotally, I'm hearing a lot of people really appreciating these, the the sustainability um, stories we've been sharing. So what have the key highlights from this year been? First off, the banking project. Sounds dull. It's taken ages because of the way banking works. Uh, Some of it's not yet completed, but it is awesome. I love our new finance suppliers. They're so much easier to work with than our old ones. Uh, we are spending less on finance than we were before. And we're saving so much carbon. According to Dan and the My Mother Tree team, moving £5,677 of savings away from Barclays, who we were banking with, for 12 months, saves as much carbon as taking seven round trips from London to Rome. That's mind-boggling. All I had to do was move the cash and I get to feel super smug every year about how I'm helping the planet. So if, you, if you're going, wow. That's something I want to feel smug about. Have a listen back to the previous episodes where I've gone through the banking stuff. Um, And if you want any help or tips or advice, um, reach out to me and I'll put you in contact with some awesome people in that space. It was a really easy thing to make the decisions around and it was all pretty straightforward um, or 80% of it was straightforward on making the changes. So the banking project has been brilliant. A couple of things left to tie up next year, but um, they're essentially all in process the travel policy. We did an I did an episode on this so again have a listen if you want the the full ins and outs of the travel policy. But basically by going this is what it is has given me so much clarity and um, that's made me much better at working out what I should and shouldn't bother attending. And the the whole not flying thing is a very powerful social media message so it gets people talking and a large part of my aim is to to flag up in front of people, there's another way to do things. Not to get all preachy, but to be, there's another way. You could do it this way instead of that way if you wanted to. You could make a more positive impact. So I will be sharing more about my non-flying journeys next year Um And I'm even thinking about a train-based trip to the Shop Talk Europe conference in Barcelona in May. It's going to take two days to travel in each direction because I live in Cornwall, so it's essentially five hours to get to London and then you've got to get over to St Pancras, then get to Paris which is another two and a half hours on the train. So I'm figuring Cornwall to Paris day one and then day two, there's what looks like a straight through train for seven hours down to Barcelona. So um, plenty of social media time on that, but plenty of time to do some work as well. And to be honest, flying there from here would pretty much take about the same amount of faff anyway. So that might be happening. So watch out for a lot of noise on that one. Um, So yeah, the travel policy feel really good about that. It's made made things a lot more straightforward and I get to feel quite smug about it. And it's getting people talking too. Smug seems to be a theme here. Um, another highlight from the year has been finding ways to make progress. I did a whole episode on the fact I felt like I wasn't making any progress at all, which I think I opened this episode with as well. So it's a, I've discovered it's more of a mental thing than a reality thing. But there are a couple of key things I've done that have helped me keep making progress and keep on track. One is this podcast slash audio diary because it creates some accountability. I need something to put out. Um, Secondly, time blocking. So normally every month I put aside two mornings to focus on our net zero journey and creating this podcast. That will be happening again in February, because in January I've got this course to do. Uh, And then staying positive, that is crucial. It's very easy to get depressed as you look at these things. But if you stay positive, you will make far more impact and um, it all goes far better. Close to finding ways and very closely linked even to the finding ways to make progress bit is the brilliantly helpful sustainability community. Um, In most cases... Let's not talk about podcast, podcast carbon footprint. But in most cases, someone else has done the hard work for you. When I hit the banking project, I was all ready to dig out the CSR data on each one and run all the numbers. But actually, there are some brilliant services out there who've already collated all that. So you can just look at their lists and go, all right, our bank's bad. Oh, look, that bank's good. And the decision making bit is so, so easy. And it's often the case with these things. Also, the people in the, in the sustainability community are super helpful and collaborative. I found a lovely LinkedIn community of people who regularly help me solve problems that I'm finding with you know improving ours and are helping me find people I should be talking to and showcasing on the podcast and so forth. So really, really helpful community who are very open to helping and who fully understand there is almost never one answer (laughs) there's never a perfect answer you've just got to do the best you can so that's been very very cool part of the last year and then the last thing from my quick review of our year is that I've actually started investing in some e-commerce businesses who are really pushing the changes never done that sort of thing before so it's been a really interesting journey to start doing that as well and um, to get To really feel like I'm really, really, really helping, not just inspiring people, but actually getting behind some of the businesses that are doing some amazing things. I cannot wait to see what 2023 brings. You will find the links to the key things I mentioned in the show notes, because that's it for this little update. I will be back in January with the next instalment. No idea what that's going to be about yet, but I'll I'll think of something. So in the meantime, why not listen back to some of our e- other episodes? I've mentioned a few of them. You can find them all by scrolling up the podcast feed or exploring our little site. And if you've got questions, something you'd like us to cover, or you want to tell me I've got something totally wrong, please do get in touch and have a lovely end to the year. And I will see you in 2023.